Good morning, good morning. Today is uh, Wednesday, July 27th. We have Esther 6 through 10 and Psalm 53. Let's ask the Lord's blessing on this time. Heavenly Father, we just ask that you guide us right now, that you fill us with your spirit as we read your word, Lord. Esther chapter 6. On that night, the king could not sleep, and he gave orders to bring the book of memorable deeds, the chronicles, and they were read before the king. And it was found written how Mordecai had told about Bigthana and Teresh, the two king's eunuchs who guarded the threshold and who had sought to lay hands on King Ahasuerus. And the king said, What honor or distinction has been bestowed on Mordecai for this? And the king's young men who attended him said, Nothing has been done for him. And the king said, Who is in the court? Now Haman had just entered the outer court of the king's palace to speak to the king about having Mordecai hanged on the gallows that had been prepared for him. And the king's young men told him, Haman is there standing in the court. And the king said, Let him come in. So Haman came in, and the king said to him, What should be done to the man whom the king delights to honor? And Haman said to himself, Whom would the king delight to honor more than me? And Haman said to the king, For the man whom the king delights to honor... Let royal robes be brought, which the king has worn, and the horse that the king has ridden, and on whose head a royal crown is set, and let the robes and the horses be handed over to the one of the king's most noble officials. Let them dress the man whom the king delights to honor, and let them lead him on horse through the square of the city, proclaiming before him, Thus shall be done to the man whom the king delights to honor. Then the king said to Haman, Hurry, take the robes and the horses, as you have said, and do so to Mordecai the Jew, who sits in the king's gate. Leave out nothing that you have mentioned. So Haman took the robes and the horse, and he dressed Mordecai, and led him through the square of the city, proclaiming before them, This shall be done to the man whom the king delights to honor. Then Mordecai returned to the king's gate, but Haman hurried to his house, mourning, with his head covered. And Haman told his wife Zeresh that all his friends and all his friends everything that had happened to him and his wise men and his wife then his wise men and his wife Zeresh said to him if Mordecai before you who before you have begun to fall is of the Jewish people you will not overcome him but he will surely fall before him while they were yet talking with him the king's eunuch arrived and hurried to bring Hanan to the feast that Esther had prepared so the king and Haman went to the feast with Queen Esther, and on the second day, it's chapter 7, and they were drinking wine after the feast, and the king again said to Esther, What is your wish, Queen Esther? Shall it, be granted to, it shall be granted to you, and what is your request, even to half of my kingdom? It shall be fulfilled. Then Queen Esther answered, If you have found favor in your sight, O king, and if it pleases the king, let my life be granted to me, my, let my life be granted to me for my wish, and my people for my request, for we have been sold, I and my people, to be destroyed, to be killed, and to be annihilated. If we had been sold merely as slaves, men and women, I would have been silent, for our affliction is not to be compared with the loss to the king. Then King Azaharis said to Queen Esther, Who is he, and where is he? Who has dared to do this? And Esther said, A foe, and enemy, this wicked Haman. Then Haman was terrified before the king and the queen. And the king arose in his wrath from the wine drinking and went to the place palace garden. But Haman stayed to beg for his life from Queen Esther, for he saw that harm was determined against him by the king. And the king returned from the palace garden to the place where they were drinking wine. As Haman was falling on the couch where Esther was, and the king said, 
Will he, he even assault the queen in my presence, in my own house? As the word left his mouth of this king, they covered Haman's face. Then Harbona, one of the eunuchs in attendance on the king, said, Moreover, the gallows that Haman has prepared for Mordecai, whose word saved the king, is standing at Haman's house, fifty cubits high. And the king said, Hang him on that. So they hanged Haman on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. Then the wrath of the king abated. Chapter 8. On the day King Ahasuerus gave to Queen Esther the house of Haman, the enemy of the Jews, and Mordecai came before the king, for Esther had told what he, he was to her, and the king took off his signet ring, which he had taken from Haman, and gave it to Mordecai, and Esther set Mordecai over the house of Haman. The, then Esther spoke again to the king. She fell on her feet and wept and pleaded with him to avert the evil plan of Haman, the Agite, and the plot that he had devised against the Jews. When the king held out the golden scepter to Esther, Esther rose and stood before the king, and she said, If it please the king, and if I have found favor in his sight, and if the thing seems right before the king, and I am pleasing in his eyes, let an order be written to revoke the letter devised by Haman, the Agite, the son of Hamadatha, which he wrote to destroy the Jews who are all in the provinces of the king. For how can I bear to see this calamity that is coming to my people? Or how can I bear to see the destruction of my kindred? Then King Ahasuerus said to Queen Esther and to Mordecai the Jew, Behold, I have given Esther the house of Haman, and they have hanged him on the gallows, because he intended to lay hands on the Jews. But you may write as you please with regard to the Jews in the name of the king, and seal it with the king's ring, for an edict written in the name of the king, and sealed with the king's ring, cannot be revoked. Then <clears throat> the king's scribes were summoned at that time on the third month, which is the month of Sivan, on the twenty-third day. And, and an edict was written according to all that Mordecai commanded concerning the Jews, to the satraps, to the governors, the officials of the provinces from India to Ethiopia, 127 provinces, to each province of his own script and his own people in its own language, and it also to the Jews in their script and their language. And he wrote in the, in the name of King Asaharis and sealed it with the king's signet ring. And he sent the letters by mounted carriers riding on swift horses that they were used in the king's service, bred from the royal stud, saying that the king allowed the Jews who were in every city to gather and defend their lives, to destroy, to kill, and annihilate any armed force of any people or province that might attack them, children and women included, and to plunder their goods on one day throughout all the provinces of King Azaharis on the thirteenth day of the twelfth month, which is the month of Adar. A copy of what was written was to be issued as a decree in every province, being publicly displayed to all the peoples, and the Jews were to be ready on that day to take vengeance on their enemies. So the couriers mounted their donk on their swift horses that were used by the king's service, rode out hurriedly, urged the by the king's command, and the decree was issued in Susa the citadel. Then Mordecai went out from the presence of the king in royal robes in blue and white, with a great golden crown of, and a robe of fine linen and purple, and the city of Susa shouted and rejoiced. The Jews had light and gladness and joy and honor in every province and in every city, wherever the king's command and his edict reached. There was gladness, joy among the Jews, a feast and a holiday, and many from the peoples of the country declared themselves Jews, for the fear of the Jews had fallen on them. Chapter 9. Now in the twentieth year, which is the month of Adar, on the thirteenth day of the same, when the king's command of an edict were about to be carried out, 
On the very day when the enemies of the Jews hoped to gain their, the mastery over them, they reversed occurred. The Jews gained mastery over those who had hated them, and the Jews gathered in their cities throughout all the provinces of King Ahasuerus to lay hands on those who sought their harm, and no one could stand against them. For the fear of them had fallen on all peoples, and the officials of the provinces, and the satraps, and the governors, and the royal agents all also helped the Jews, for the fear of Mordecai had fallen on them. For Mordecai was great in the king's house, and his fame spread throughout all the provinces. For the man Mordecai grew more and more powerful. The Jews struck all their enemies with the sword, killing and destroying them, and did as they pleased to those who hated them. In Susa, the citadel itself, the Jews killed and destroyed 500 men, and also killed Parsham, Parsh, Parshandhatha and Dalphon and Asaph and Poratha and Adela and Aradatha and Parmashta and Arsus and Aradai and Vazitha, the ten sons of Haman, the sons of Hamadatha, the enemy of the Jews, but they laid no hand on the plunder. That very day, the number of those killed in Susa the citadel was reported to the king, and the king said to Queen Esther, In Susa the citadel, the Jews have killed and destroyed 500 men and also 10 sons of Haman, which they have done in the rest of the king's provinces. Now what is your wish? It shall be granted you, and what further is your request? It shall be fulfilled. And Esther said, If it please the king, let the Jews who are in Susa be allowed tomorrow also to do according to this day's edict, and let the ten sons of Haman be hanged on the gallows. So the kings commanded this to be done, and a decree issued in Susa, and the ten sons of Haman were hanged, and the Jews who were in Susa gathered also on the fourteenth day of the month of Adar, and killed three hundred men in Susa, but they had laid no hands on the plunder. Now the rest of the Jews who were in the king's provinces also gathered to defend their lives, and got relief from their enemies, and killed seventy-five thousand of those who hated them, but laid their, no hands on the plunder. This was on the thirteenth day of the month of Adar, and on the fourteenth day they rested and made that day a feasting of gladness. But the Jews who were in Susa gathered on the thirteenth day and on the fourteenth day, and rested on the fifteenth day, making that day of feast making that a day of feasting and gladness. Therefore the Jews of the villages who lived in the rural towns hold the fourteenth day of the month of Adar as a day for gladness and feasting, as a holiday, and the day on which they send gifts of food to one another. And Mordecai recorded these things and sent letters to all the Jews who were in the provinces of King Asaharis, both near and far, obligated, obligating them to keep the 14th day of the month of Adar and also the 15th day of the same, year by year, as the days on which the Jews got relief from their enemies and as the month that had been turned for them from sorrow to gladness and from mourning to a holiday, that they should make them days of feasting and gladness, days for sending gifts of food to one another and gifts to the poor. So the Jews accepted what they had started to do and, and what Mordecai had written to them. For Haman the Agite, the son of Hamadatha, the enemy of all the Jews, had plotted against the Jews to destroy them and had cast pur, that is, cast lots, to crush and destroy them. But when it came before the king, he gave orders in writing that his evil plan that had been devised against the Jews should return on his own head, and that he and his son should be hanged on the gallows. Therefore they called these days Purim, after the term Pur. Therefore, because of all that was written in this letter, and what they had faced in this matter, and what had happened to them, the Jews firmly obligated themselves and their offspring, and all who joined them, 
that without fail they would keep these two days according to what was written and at the time appointed every year that these days should be remembered and kept throughout every generation in every clan, province, and city, and that these days of Purim should never fall in dis disuse among the Jews, nor should the commemoration of these days cease among their descendants. Then Queen Esther, the daughter of Abihail, and Mordecai the Jew gave full written authority, confirming the second letter about Purim. Letters were sent to all the Jews to the 127 provinces of the kingdom of Ahasuerus in words of peace and truth that these days of Purim should be observed at their appointed seasons as Mordecai the Jew and Queen Esther obligated them and as they had obligated themselves and their offspring with regard to their feasts and their lamenting. The command of Esther confirmed these practices of Purim, and it was recorded in writing. Chapter 10 King Ahasuerus imposed a tax on the land and the coastland of the sea, and all the acts of his power and might, and on the full account of the day, account of the high honor of Mordecai, to which the king advanced him, they are not written in the book, are they not written in the book of Chronicles, the kings of Media, and Persia, for Mordecai the Jew was second in rank to King Ahasuerus, and he was great among the Jews, and popular with the multitude of his brothers, for he sought the welfare of his people, and spoke peace to all his people. Okay, Psalm 53, titled, There is no one who does good. It's to the choir master, according to the Mahaloth, a masculine of David. <clears throat> the fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt, doing abominable iniquity. There is none who does good. God looks down from heaven on the children of man to see if there are any who understand, who seek after God. They have all fallen away. Together they have become corrupt. There is none who does good, not even one. Have those who work evil no knowledge, who eat up my people as they eat bread, and do not call upon God? There they are in great terror, where there is no terror, for God scatters the bones of him who encamps against you. You put them to shame, for God has rejected them. Oh, that salvation for Israel would come out of Zion when God restores the fortune of his people. Let Jacob re rejoice. Let Israel be glad. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for loving us even though we do not do good. That we, while still in rebellion to you, Lord, you died for us. Lord, there's nothing we deserve, nothing we've earned. It is completely you and your favor for us, Lord. Thank you so much for having favor on us, Lord, for your grace, your mercy, Lord. Father, we ask that you forgive us today, Lord. Help us to forgive like you forgive, Lord. Lord, lead us not into temptation, Lord, but deliver us from the flesh, the evil of our own hearts, Lord, of the enemy. And Lord, we just ask that you provide for us as you do every day, Lord. Lord, accomplish your will on this earth, Lord, as it is in heaven. Lord, thank you for uh, the state of Georgia, Lord, the, well, the Supreme Court and then the state of Georgia now uh, revising the abortion laws, Lord, and 
Lord, I just ask your blessing on this uh, state. If it's accordance to your will, and if <clears throat> you can use it to bring people into your kingdom, Lord, uh, to, to show the light to them. Father, we just thank you for this law change. And Father, we just ask that it would, you would bless uh, the states that, that uh, refuse to, to do this, this murderous act, Lord. And maybe the states that don't, Lord, that they would, uh, even though we are a united nation of states, we're all independent states, Lord. If that would reveal your goodness and your greatness to the people of these states of this country, Lord, then we just ask that you would do that, Lord, that you would give favor to the states that are favoring you, Lord, and uh, stopping this horrible act, Lord. And, uh, Lord, the other states, that they would... Uh, not see the, your favor, Lord, but Lord, uh, we only ask this in, in accordance to your plan, Lord, your will. We just ask that your will would be done, Lord, and wouldn't ask anything other than uh, the best plan to bring in the maximum amount of people, Lord, into your kingdom, people that you want to be in your kingdom. And so, Lord, do as you see fit, Lord, in all of this, but uh, it's just good to see, Lord, and use these children that maybe will be born now, uh, Lord, and certainly some will go to other states, Lord, but I would imagine some will be, will not be uh, murdered, Lord, and we just ask for your blessing on their lives, Lord, that you would use them in a great way, Lord, that they would be a blessing uh, to the families, Lord, that they would just be and uh, uh, be, be in disbelief that they'd ever even thought about uh, annihilating their child, Lord, that their child would be such a blessing to those families. So, Father, we just lift up that, this whole uh, uh, turn of events to you, Lord. And uh, thank you, Father. Lord, be with us today. Uh, those that are going through tough times, Lord, we just ask for your strength, for pain relief, for your support, Lord, for your provision, Lord, for your strength, your mercy, your grace, Lord, and most of all, your spirit that you would fill us with your spirit, that we would be walking according to your spirit, according to your grace, Lord, and that that would be reflected and be flowing out of us, Lord. Lord, help us to be productive, keep us safe, Lord, at whatever we're doing today, Lord. And this evening we ask for a blessing on this service that we gather together to worship you, to glorify you, to learn about you, and not just our fellowship, but all the fellowships, Lord, that are gathering tonight. We just ask that you would uh, bring your people out, that it would just be a, an amazing time of uh, 
of uh, fellowship, encouraging one another, Lord. Prepare uh, the worship and the, the teaching, Lord. Uh, and Lord, we just ask for your favor, your hand, Lord, on us, even though there are none that does good, Lord. Thank you for loving us anyway, Father. Help us to just walk in that truth, Lord, that you love us that much, Lord, and that we haven't earned it. It's all your grace and mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, have a great day, guys. <coughs> hmm.